from the professional writing program at the University of Toronto Mississauga, it's The Reverse Sting, a story told in four parts by Maeve Doyle. Part 2, The Setup. I asked Kevin if we could meet at the gym Sunday after working out. Kevin's a retired RCMP sergeant. He used to head up the RCMP's Mississauga drug section. I wanted to ask him about the reverse sting he ran that resulted in an amendment to the Criminal Code of Canada. We start in the gym's cafe, but I can't hear Kevin over the noise, so we move up to the third floor and find a couple of armchairs. I asked Kevin why he conducted the reverse sting operation when he knew it was illegal. He tells me that the police need to develop and use new investigative techniques just to keep up with the ingenuity of the criminals. By 1991, the Drug Enforcement Administration in the United States had been using the reverse sting with success. In fact, the DEA began an operation in New York, but the drug trafficker insisted on concluding the transaction in Canada, where the DEA had no jurisdiction. The DEA contacted the RCMP in Quebec, who took over the reverse sting and successfully arrested and prosecuted the trafficker. This case, R.V. Lohr, actually laid some legal groundwork for the reverse sting in Mississauga in 1991. You're probably wondering, what is a reverse sting? Well, under the Narcotic Control Act, the police were allowed to make small drug buys. These small buys resulted in the arrest of street-level dealers, people who in the drug trade are disposable and replaceable. In a reverse sting operation, the police could act as drug sellers to people already predisposed to buy, like our high-level distributors who were shopping for a ton of hash. So to capture these high-level traffickers and get meaningful quantities of illicit drugs off the market, the police needed to run the reverse sting. Kevin needed to prove the effectiveness of the operation to create a case that would survive the courts and result in an amendment to the criminal code. So in May 1991, a longtime police informant contacted the Mississauga Drug Section. He told them that major hashish traffickers were shopping for a one-ton supply of drugs. He volunteered to introduce RCMP undercover agents to the traffickers. Now, Kevin knew that a reverse sting operation could result in the arrest of these high-level distributors. But before they began the operation, a corporal from Kevin's drug section, who knew of the decision in RV lore, that's the reverse sting started by the DEA in the States and successfully concluded and prosecuted in Canada, well, that corporal contacted a senior lawyer in the Department of Justice in Toronto. The RCMP wanted professional advice on the propriety of police acting as drug sellers. The Department of Justice lawyer advised that, since the drug traffickers were predisposed to commit a crime, for the police to act as drug sellers would not induce the traffickers to commit an act they otherwise wouldn't have. They inquired about the consequences to the officers involved in the operation. The lawyer advised that they were protected under the Narcotic Control Act, which said that a member of the RCMP could possess narcotics for the purposes of employment. 
They asked if they could release a sample of the hash to the traffickers and were told that under no circumstances could the drugs, not even a sample, ever leave police possession. So with five tons of hashish seized in an earlier investigation in his vault, drug traffickers shopping for one ton of product, a police informant volunteering to liaise between the traffickers and undercover RCMP agents, both the Department of Justice and senior management within the RCMP on his side, and the caveat that at no time does he ever lose control of the drugs, Kevin thinks... This could be the case. Let's take it out and kick the tires. And in the summer of 1991, he began the operation. Next, on the reverse sting, in part three, the operation. RCMP undercover agents staged the sale of one ton of hashish to senior executives in a drug trafficking organization. The operation stays on script until one of the buyers helps himself to a sample. The Reverse Sting, written, produced, and narrated by Maeve Doyle. Kevin, played by Sean Hunt. A Crime Scene, music by Jeff Harvey. This Girl, ambient sound by Catastrophe. Thanks to Basir Big, John Baldwin, Peter Cadmaris, Gary Chaters, Michael Corrin, Mark Dreyer, Alexia Lumancus, Robert Martins, Rahul Sethi, Shelley Wall, Nicholas Woolrich, Adam Zunder. And I'm Connor Cadmaris. <laughs>